sit in with Sal. Today is March 23rd at 12.30 a.m. actually. I'm your host, Salvatore Giacchino, and this is episode number three of the podcast. Uh, today I'm here with my best friend, Marco. How you doing, buddy? Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm what's, doing great. Uh, How's work going? Dude. It's 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 all right. It's they got me. We'll we'll talk about it later. Let's. I mean, we can talk about it now, I guess. So I work for a company that manufactures CPAP machines, and I don't work on the factory line. I work as an administrator. I'm punching in things, and for a while I was just clicking, copying, pasting it, pasting. It was easy, but my boss was always forcing me to, or, you know, not forcing me, but pushing me to. Hey, do this. Get on pre-ship get on pre-ship calls and I'm just like I don't wanna or no I was like okay yeah I'll do it sure but he kind of put it on the back burner and I was putting it on like the back back burner just not paying any attention to it and I was able to do that for like two months and two months of just easy going copying pasting at work but then he was like hey today's the day and I was like okay so now that I'm on it he's throwing me on it all the time and I'm getting the hang of it but it's just just different I hate corporate America <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel ya. I feel ya. I'd um, rather be out outside spreading fertilizer on lawns. No oh, joke. Man. It's good. It's all right. It's nice. It's easy. Yeah. I mean, it, I used to do it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it was good. It's definitely good. Um, so you're uh, you're going up to the your camp this weekend, huh? Correct. Tomorrow when, we're when leaving. leaving. We're leaving. Uh, my girlfriend's coming over after work. Uh, she'll probably get here like four thirty. And I want to. We're gonna get there at like six thirty, which kind of sucks because we're burning daylight. But it's whatever. And my dad wants to meet her, so he's making him making her drive up Pleasant Valley, which is like kind of out of the way for those of you who don't know. Instead of like just meeting at North Park Lounge in Murraysville and going straight to twenty two onto the highway, and but we might not do that. I might just say sorry, Dad. We got <laughs> we're burning daylight and we're getting on the road. But I'm excited. Yeah, I I like going up there. It's so really you, awesome. Are you just going and then just coming up coming back Sunday? Sunday yeah, night? I don't know how long we're gonna stay Sunday. Probably get another hike in before we leave. So, um, your your camp. Uh, I guess I don't want to really say where exactly it's at, but um, like north. How, <laughs> where's uh, where's your closest neighbor? Uh, probably a mile in any direction. Oh, that's cool. That's Maybe good. a little bit more. That's good. That's yeah, nice. it's nice. It's secluded for the most part, and it's great because we French Creek is right there, and uh, we were telling our buddy Matt he loves to fish, and he, I said, yeah, where you could cast a line from my porch if you had the arm for it, and the trees weren't in the way, <laughs> and he was like French Creek. I was like, yeah. He goes, French Creek, like, the French Creek. He didn't say that, but I was like, he made it like it was like that. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you know what that is? I was like, a body of water. <laughs> and I, he was like, dude, that is the most, that that creek is, has the most diverse fish in all of Pennsylvania. I'm like, well, you it's yours, man. Come down anytime. And he's closer to it than I am oh, from, really? from Buffalo, New York. So it's up north in PA. It's by Erie. I can give it, I can give you that. Okay, okay, and you're, uh, so you're just planning on kind of showing her to shoot a little bit, too? Yeah, I'm really excited about that. We can definitely talk about that. I, I would like to talk uh, about we're, that. You know, this podcast, that's, you that's, said you we talk about guns on this podcast. Not a whole lot, but we touch subject on it, and I love that. I love guns, just not as much as you do, but I do love guns. I love 
uh, just the science behind how one works and how you can handle one and how, how useful it can be. Um, one of my favorite things is actually teaching people to shoot. Who've right. Never really has she ever shot before? No. That's the best. And like that not is the only best thing. I'm not gonna get into like deep detail like you would. I will show her the parts of the gun and how it works and just like this is how you aim and this is how you shoot and you wanna squeeze and not pull and you wanna just like you know the 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 ins and outs of it all, but not too much detail because she's gonna. I'm gonna fry her brain before I even get her to shoot a gun. Well, yeah, and I let I let you uh, borrow that that twenty two mm-hmm. revolver, and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the like a really good handgun for mm-hmm. beginners. Someone, yeah, definitely for, sure. for beginners. I mean, it's it's a single action like cowboy action revolver, yeah. but. Um, I think it, that would be even better too, because she would get like the mechanics of like pulling the hammer back, mm-hmm. actually loading a, a mm-hmm. bullet into it, and and pushing it out manually. Mm-hmm. I'll teach her that like not all revolvers are like this. Some you don't have to pull the hammer back. I'll just you know what I mean. You don't yeah. have to pull the hammer back for all the revolvers. Some you just you, it's double action. I'll describe that. I'll tell her the difference. Yeah, the the biggest thing with a new shooter too. Um, well. A is the safety rules. You got to teach her. Oh the, yeah, the trigger rules. discipline and barrel discipline. That's I'm all big on that. Um, Not only that, I feel like you're gonna say something else. But the the another big thing is you you don't want to overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give them too much information at once. Mm-hmm. You want to exactly them, what you, I yeah yeah. You just want to give them the basics. Um, and, and like I was telling you the other day, it's always good to have something to shoot at mm-hmm. so they're not worried about the, the recoil. recoil. they got to focus on the, it, what they're aiming at. I, exactly. I didn't know what you told me that the other day, and I was just like, whatever. But then yeah, I, what It I makes was, sense now. What I was saying it was... It makes a lot of sense um, now. Uh, for you guys listening, um, what I was saying was... If if you got you're teaching someone to shoot a gun and you're just teaching them like for, to shoot into like a lake or a pond or something like that, um, they're gonna be if they don't have a specific target they're aiming at they're gonna be more focused on the kick of the gun than actually aiming the gun and and shooting it well and and, and that's gonna that, in turn scare them and and, and yeah. kind of discourage and like, them from wanting to shoot in the when future. When you first told me that I was like I don't get it but then like I thought about it in my head like if you were a new shooter and you had a you were shooting a handgun for the first time and you, you I just put myself in that position I what if you had nothing to aim at and you were just going to shoot you'd be worried about the recoil and like that's not a good place to start and that makes so much sense now took yeah, me, yeah, took me got, I had to sleep some, on it it's, it's kind of you're just tricking your brain I had to sleep on it but I get it you're kind of just tricking your brain into um, thinking about it, something else um, do you remember the first gun you ever shot yeah I was with you we took our hunter safety course was that the, the first, first gun? time I ever shot a gun? Was a single barrel shotgun? Really? <laughs> Absolutely. That was the f- what, the single barrel twenty gauge shotgun yeah. skeet shooting at yeah. the hunter safety course. It was the first time I ever shot a gun, and that's I hit inc- I hit my very first target. That's on inc- the first shot. That's on, incredible. And I'm really happy. I forgot about that. I'm proud. I got a bigger head now. But like, <laughs> no, yeah, because I was like, I remember the dude was behind me. You know, mm-hmm. I was, how old are we? 10? Twelve. 12 probably something like that 11 or 12 because I remember we had, you had to get your license at, at 12 years old something like that and like the guy was behind me and he uh, you know he was like here you put the shell in there I was like okay close it up okay and I had trouble pulling the hammer back and I was sitting there pulling the hammer back no one was watching me the guy was there, but he was, like, turning around talking to his buddies. And I'm, like, I got the hammer about three-fourths back. I'm about to, like, f- about to fucking let go. Because I'm, like, I can't pull it back and I can't hold it anymore. And I'm, like, I, I'm about to let, like, let this trigger go. Or let the hammer go. And it's about to go off. And I'm going to look like an ass. 
And then I, I, I'm holding it back, and I elbow. I'm like, hey, I need help. And he's like, oh, I got you. Click, clicked it back. I was like, thank God. And then they did hold we it actually, up. Did we actually tell them to pull it, or did they tell them to pull it? He said, they're like, they're like, say pull. And I was like, pull. And he's like, they're like, louder. And I was like, pull. <laughs> Shoo. And I looked, and I just said, I kind of like hip hip fired it not hip fired but like didn't have my eye on the bead i just had my head up just kind of like with the gun to my shoulder and i fired and i i got it and i remember i turned around and you you looked at me and you were like eyes wide nodding your head like okay i was like i hit my very first target and i'm very proud Steph- about that stefano was in that class stefano was wasn't in that it? class too i remember I some all about that Do i you remember going up to the shooting range and picking up bullet casings yeah and we got in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. I remember there were some mean kids in our class who were just ten-year-old douchebags well, trying remember, to be cool and like just being dicks to us. What I remember from that class that was kind of interesting was that, like, we were all there was a bunch of like little kids, like like eleven, twelve years old. Yeah. And then there was like five or six uh, like adults, like uh-huh. middle-aged people taking this this course. Which, uh, which, I didn't even notice they were taking it. I thought yeah, they were just there. Yeah, no, no, they were all they were all taking it too, which, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, like just like showing that like anyone can just get into it at, the, at that point. Yeah. Um, or they just needed their their license. They weren't <laughs> in the boonies anymore. They had to come back to civilization. Um, the government got to. I them. remember the first gun I ever shot. I don't remember how old I was, but it had to be this gun. Because I remember that's all I used to shoot whenever I was a little kid. But whenever we used to go up to my camp, the remember. Do you remember we used to have that hidden wall with the with the TV in it? Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. We used to that. put the big ass the box TV in there, and the yeah. Nintendo back there. Um, I forgot all there was about this that. old twenty-two rifle. Um, <laughs> it was the oldest thing you could imagine. It was probably <laughs> built in nineteen oh four. Like. Jesus. Uh, it was this faded white wood, basically. Um, the action on it was like, it was like a quarter inch turned back. Um, it's like one of those mini replicas almost. It yeah, it, like. it, it almost looked, like, I guess it was almost get the, like that. You can and get I, the Barrett, I, the I Barrett mean, 50 cal. In my mind, it was full size. In my mind, it was full size, but I was also probably... Eight. No, I was probably five. Five. I'm just I, I bet you I was probably five or Which six whenever I shot that. Not the it, fact that it you're had the, shooting it, it as had a kid. these crazy how small it was um like or big it was it had, to you it had these peep sights on it where the back was like this little disc with a little hole in it mm-hmm. and the front sight was almost like the tip of a ballpoint pen mm-hmm. it was like the hardest thing to see because you had to line them up perfectly <laughs> but it was so dead on accurate I, I shot that thing probably to I remember I have pictures of me and all my brothers shooting that it was crazy um, yeah I mean. My first gun wasn't a twenty two. The first gun I shot <laughs> was I could, a twelve yeah, twenty believe, gauge. I, I can't believe that was the first gun you shot. So you never even shot with your dad or anything like that before? No. Or, they um, wouldn't give me a gun. When we were go up camping, they wouldn't give me a they gun. They wouldn't even like give you a gun to like, like Actually shoot. no, I didn't go up camping until I got my permit, so Oh, so it was or didn't uh, go so hunting, your... I'd stay at home and with mom and Marina and just that it was Christmas break I'd be playing video games <laughs> so did you always have like an interest in guns or? nope I just didn't I didn't care for them I didn't hate them I was just like it's a gun 
So okay, so kind of afraid of them. My dad made me afraid because just so I wouldn't go near them. I yeah, I could. I guess I could understand that, but that's now I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I love guns. Um, they're so freaking. Does awesome. uh, what do you think is like the biggest part in why you love them so much? Probably because I wasn't able to touch them as a kid, you, you think? <laughs> and now that I'm allowed, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy. A bunch of guns. See, that's what's kind of funny. I, I, my first gun I ever shot was a 20-gauge brake action, single barrel, and I hit my target. And then the first gun I ever buy ever was a Mosin Nagant in a pawn <laughs> shop for $200. And I'm proud of it, and all my friends give me shit except you. Thank you. It's good. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad you finally bought a gun. Um, yeah, pistol's I, I next. Think... Handgun's next. I, yeah, we can definitely. talk about what I'm going to get. I definitely. know exactly what I'm going to get. What are you going to get? A G2 Taurus, Millennium G2. The Taurus. I'm looking yeah. for a 40 subcompact that has the stacked rounds and a mag, so it can how, hold more how many 40. Does, how many does that hold? The, the, the stack G2? or the regular? The like double, eight, st- the double seven, stack. Eight. It only holds seven or eight? How much does a 9 mil double stack hold? A double? Oh, wait, you're talking about the double stack yeah, the, for the 40? Yeah. Oh, probably like 12. Now, why do you want to go with the 40 instead of the 9mm? Just because I like, I just, I mean, the G2 looks reliable, and I, I like, I just like more pack to my punch. But studies have shown that the 9mm is just as effective as a 40 and a 45. Right. Like the studies from the FBI, and, and I think even, I don't know if the CDC, don't quote me on that, right. but I know that know for sure the FBI... Because the FBI used to carry ten millimeter. Mm-hmm, those are insane. Which is a ten, which is a forty caliber that's uh, necked up, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and it's moving at much higher exactly. rate of speed, much heavier bullet. Um, then they dropped down to forty caliber because that was they thought that was too much. Mm-hmm. And then they did all these studies and realized that uh, nine mil is just as good. Just as good, you get just as much. Now what about a three eighty? 380 is where you start to see the drop off. Really? Um, yeah. Is it that big of a difference? It's not that big of a difference. Well, I mean, the good thing about a 380 caliber is that um, it's easier to conceal because mm-hmm. mo- they're normally a smaller frame gun. Unless I, th- I know there's a couple companies that make it like a large full size 380, which like the Smith and Wesson, I think it's like the Easy 380 or something mm-hmm. like that. It's right. a little bit. It's actually it's more like a subcompact, but. Um, like my little Taurus 380, you could fit that in your little tiny watch pocket. <laughs> that could, yeah. Like that it, thing sucks. It, it's great. It just sucks to shoot. It's definitely hard to shoot. Um, not the the reason I bought my Glock is just mainly for the price of ammo, mm-hmm. because like a box of fifty forty caliber costs like like fifteen or eighteen dollars, where the box of nine millimeter costs nine ninety nine right. like anywhere. And then we went to Walmart and it was like. 850 or mm. something like that like so i mean in the long run i think and plus most nine millimeters are going to be able to hold a little bit more right more rounds anyway i'm i mean i'm not i don't blame you for 40 caliber i mean my my 240s were actually gifts to me well the one i won in a gun show my shield yeah which um, is awesome. i wanted gun i would show. love to win a gun at a gun show um and then my sigma was actually my first pistol which was a gift from my dad mm. um and they were both in forty caliber because I think he was kind of thinking the same thing, but in reality, it's just more cost effective and and generally if, uh, effective in the long run, just being able to carry the, more ammo. Yeah, um, uh, but if I can get a forty with more bullets, like I'm gonna do it. If, you're, I mean, and uh, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna try and convince no, you. No, you're out right. Of it or, or you're you're like okay. That. I'm just saying, like. 
I, I mean, you can I hold was... more ammo. It's cheaper. It's it's just all around the same bullet. I just I just favor a forty. I don't know why. I mean, I guess that's your prerogative. Yeah, it's all pro- <laughs> It's always someone's prerogative. You know what I mean? Um, do you think video games influenced any kind of your like like love for guns? Yeah, yeah. No, not no. I just well, really, what did get me liking guns a lot? I guess once I just started shooting them, yeah, as I just periodically would start shooting, I'd be like, this is cool, I want to get good at this. I think it'd be cool to be able to hit a target really far with one of these, because that means you're like a gunslinger, or you're really cool. And that's not like, I'm not saying cowboys and Indians got me into it, it's just, I just think, I realize marksmanship is really badass, in a yeah, way. Yeah, and that's kind of And what, it's just like, go ahead. The, the, that's like... What kind of fascinates me about the whole thing too is just the whole concept of it. You're you're taking this one little tiny cartridge and you're putting it in this big machine or this medium sized machine. Mm-hmm. You're sending it at fifteen or twenty seven hundred feet per second, a hundred yards downrange, right. and hitting a four inch target. Ball like, of lead. Like th- that's just crazy. And like the closer you get, the better you feel. Mm-hmm. The, the closer Dude, you get to that uh, when I hit, I took my Mosin up to camp. Over the winter, I brought this uh, this girl with me. It was supposed to be a bunch of people, but everybody flaked except this girl. And uh, so we we went out. We were shooting, and uh, we were just shooting in the pond. And I was like, I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna. I put a clay pigeon across the other side of the pond. And I told you this. This is more so for the viewers. I put a clay pigeon across the other side of the pond. Walk back to my back porch. And it's about 100, 100 yards, 105, maybe 110 yards. And I took my Mose and I loaded five rounds into it. And I hit it. I, I obliterated it 110 yards iron sights with a Mose and a gun. <laughs> and it, on my second shot, and I was just so impressed. And I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> so so you don't think uh, World at War had any influence on your The Mose and a gun? Oh, no. The reason I like the Mose and a gun is a lot because of video games. Oh, and really? like old school guns. I love old school guns because of World War Two games. World War Two is by far my most fascinated, my most one of my favorite wars to research. I like the guns about it. I know probably more about World War Two than any other war. I know a lot about it. Not maybe not as much as any historian, but I think I'd say I know more about World War Two than the regular Joe. And like I love like I love the Thompson. I've never shot it just because I've I've it's one of my favorite guns to use in all my video games and now I really want to shoot it. I then I guess you're right in the beginning. I guns video games influenced me on guns because now I don't care about the modern guns. It's the old ones because I can't shoot the old ones in real life. I can, but I'm better off. I have my odds of shooting the newer ones are way yeah, like bigger. What's your, what's your chance of finding an M1 Grand and getting able and being able to shoot it? Oh, like, a lot. Well, I think it's a lot easier than you think. Really? Oh, for sure. Oh man. Uh, Johnson's Gun Depot had a couple, but that was way that back. You, that was no, my, I mean that you could just go rent because, like, I'm not gonna buy a freaking M1. Oh, grand. I would buy one if I had the oh, chance. If, if I could buy the, one for eight hundred dollars. If you had the, if you, yeah, if they're eight hundred dollars. Yeah, the Johnson's Gun Depot. It was like. 2000 which is a lot. I'd get a scar. Not an M1 grand. No, a scar is going to be more than 2000. I think the one at uh Guns Price Right in McKeesport had them for 2500. 2500 or 3. Was it the scar uh 556? The 556. See if you're going to get a scar, you got to go with the 308. 308 <laughs> for sure. But if you get a scar, <clears throat> you have to get 556. I'm getting a mini 14. Okay, yeah. And I'm got- for sure getting a Mini-14 back at uh, Gander. 
No, Maybe dude, in a I, few gotta, months. We, I want to go back to Gander just to look around. Dude. We can. I'm always, dude. I like. I love guns are they, now. Are they open now? Not open. <laughs> it's, it's one o'clock in the morning. One in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's now. go. Oh, I'd say let's go tomorrow, but we can't. Oh, I mean, I'm off. Right. We could probably go before. I'm saying. We'll think about it because I do got to run around and get shit together. Before I mean, this I'm camping just saying. Trip. I just want to peek at some guns, but. I don't know. Every time I peek at guns, I want to I want to buy, buy something. I want to buy guns, <laughs> and I totally can't afford to buy guns. Right. Um, I already got my ammo and everything, or else I'd say let's go. Yeah, Bought you, some you take care of my guns. Did you lock oh, the yeah. doors? Well, doors are locked. Good, good. I swear. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited. She doesn't even know I have these two, your two guns. She knows we're shooting up a, a classic 870 Remington. A class, she's like, what's that? I'm like, it's just an average shotgun, your average go happy-go-lucky shotgun. And I'm, I am I just said, a rifle, a bolt-action rifle. She was like, okay. She seems, she was like, let's do it. Like, she's confident, kind of like she's a little off-put. It's going to be a cakewalk. She doesn't know about these two guns yet. I think she's going to kind of be nervous, but I'll help her out with I would that. definitely recommend giving her the pistol first. Mm-hmm. The, the 22 mm-hmm. pistol, at least. And I would definitely recommend her doing the um, Mosnagant last. Mm-hmm. Is Shotgun it, third. Yeah, for sure. I, th- I think so. Cause I, and I would even recommend trying to uh, maybe do that uh, just a couple rounds out of that uh, shield. Because mm-hmm. that's that's a tough gun to shoot, especially in 40. It's really, right. it's really snappy. Right. Um, it's, hard, it's really hard for me to even control, but that's why I switched over to the Glock because it's just yeah. so much easier. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're taking someone to learn how to shoot. I'm really That's excited. That's my favorite. Because um, I, I taught the first girl. That sounds, I, sound, I sound like a big douche. I'm taking girls up to my camp, teaching them how to shoot. The first one was circumstance, I swear. second one is my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, when that first girl, I liked teaching her to shoot and she like, was really happy about it. And that was the best feeling ever. Cause okay. So the pond was frozen when I, the first time in the winter. And so I tossed a clay pigeon onto the ice about 10 feet. And I said, hit that. I didn't even teach her how to aim. I was like, I want you to see if you can hit that missed 10 feet in front of her broadside <laughs> of a barn missed blew a hole in the ice. I said, okay, now I want you to put the dot, put the, put the needle, put your, put it up to your shoulder, put your cheek on the butt pad, put that little silver marble right on top of it, pull the trigger. She was like, it's gonna, that's not gonna work. I'm like, that's exactly how it works. She was doubting me and then she did it and she obliterated it and she, she was really happy. And then I said, what really, what's some, what I'm going to do for uh, my girlfriend tomorrow and what really, what the girl from before got a kick out of it was I'm going to be like, now do the badass part. And then pump the shell out, and she's like, "Oh yeah!" And like they, she really liked that, and I hope, I hope my girlfriend likes that. I tomorrow. remember when I sh- took Mazzy to shoot for the first time. Um, <laughs> I think I started her on my uh, twenty-two, my semi-automatic twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, she was having a blast with that. We, I, no I, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> I took a uh, bowling pin. I hung it by a shoelace on a tree branch. That's yeah, that's and safe. She, and she that's was safe. yeah, not being sarcastic. No, they sell them as targets. It was sold oh. as a target for shooting twenty two and stuff. Um, but she was hitting it every single time. It was just bam, 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 bam. It was spinning around in circles. It was moving back and forth. She was nailing every shot. Um, and then I was like, wait till it slows down a little bit. And it was swinging. It was. It was. She was still. It was kind of slowly swinging, and I was like, 
I want you to aim for the shoelace above the bowling pin. Mm-hmm. How far was this? Uh, we were at the probably halfway from the shooting range. This at your camp? Yeah, up, up in my camp. Oh, up on the hill. So we were probably, I'm, I don't know, maybe fifty yards away. Um, she smacked that shoelace. She smacked the shoelace. What? She first shot? It, clipped it first shot. That's awesome. First shot. First time she's ever shot a, a rifle. Um, <laughs> and that's when you knew she was the one. Yeah, for sure. Um, he and, put a ring on it. <laughs> and then uh, we went up the next year, and I brought my... This is whenever I got my AR. And I, I, uh, I remember that. And I remember I, you getting the, sending me the videos. Oh, man. She was having so much fun was so much that. fun. She was she was nervous at first shooting it. She said, um, she took the first shot, and then like after that, she was boom, 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 boom. No, she didn't. She was still oh. nervous about that. But I actually told her like, I want you to fire like three shots real real quick. Mm-hmm. And she was just boom, boom, boom. And like she looked at me, she was smiling, she was mm-hmm. all giddy. Um, but like nothing's better than just teaching somebody how to shoot for the first time. I'm gonna show her like I'm really excited to teach her the discipline. That's the biggest thing. I'll be very upset if she's like, yeah, this was all right. <laughs> oh, man, you, you I'll gotta be, be like... I'll be very upset. Yeah, I'll kick her to the curb. <laughs> I'll be very upset. Not uh, not very upset. Not upset. Just really let down. Well, as, as, as long as she's not a, a lippy. No, she's not. She's, I, she's, like, excited, and she wants to do it, and she's, um... Well, that's good. At least she's open to doing it because yeah. there, there's some. She's people not opposed. There, she's like, people, she's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, there's a lot of people out there that wouldn't even want to do it, and they'd mm-hmm. be too either too afraid or they're just too opposed to the idea of anybody being able to shoot it anytime they want. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's all about just how how your passion, and you're not going to teach someone as well if you don't feel passionate about it, and that's anything. Not just guns. Well, I, I like I like teaching people anything, even if it's oh, something. Anything I'm good at, I love teaching people. Not even if it's something I'm good at. Like if I learn something from somebody else, yeah. Throughout, some throughout the day, like yeah. I love sharing that with somebody else, yeah, and like another person, right. and like teaching them, even if I I'm not good at it. But it's, it's like, like me this. training training uh, <laughs> uh, Rich back at the old job, and uh, but that's what it is. It's about just like you don't even have to be. Uh, have to, you doesn't you don't even have to be good at something like yeah I, once I learned something at the job I have now I whenever I had to teach I was the first one on the administrative team then we hired four three or four other people I'm so stupid I don't remember how many people we hired since we worked I worked there I'm an idiot we hired three more people and I had to teach them what I already knew and I was good at it and I didn't just teach them how to do it by the books I taught how to like not cut corners but be able to do it efficiently and like be able to do it to the point where the the boss would like it and to the point where they'd be you know they'd they'd be knocking out work left and right well and you just said something that kind of made me think of something too um uh, especially relating to shooting guns especially relating to shooting guns for the first time cutting corners you you don't want to don't no, definitely don't want to cut any not corners not the same thing um like i would before you even bring ammo into the picture spend like 10, 20 minutes. With just an empty gun. Just an empty gun, just letting her hold it, just letting her point it, and, right. and doing all that. I'm, that's um, actually I'm, a I'm, good I'm idea. I'm really curious to know um, how it turns out. After, yeah. I want, um, we'll debrief. We'll yeah, have a come, debrief episode for we'll sure. We'll come back on, you can uh, 
and tell us how it went, and we'll go over another couple of things, too. So you said you're going up there, what, what like, four in the afternoon? Yeah, I'm, that's kind of eating at me, because, I mean, she works. It's what's annoying is my dad wants to meet her, and we have to she, we have to waste all that time driving up to my... She has to drive up to my house instead of just meeting me at a place where we can hop on the highway real quick. And that wouldn't take long. It'd be five minutes. It's two hours to get there. We'd get there 6.30, 7. I'd have n- almost it's no daylight. Two-hour two drive. Yeah. Uh, hour 45 if I speed, I That's guess. That's not bad. I mean, yeah, then there's but, Sunday, but we're going to get drunk as heck on Saturday. Well. <laughs> Saturday night. Saturday well, night. Well, not I even I even like, uh, it's always nice to just get away for a little bit, mm-hmm. even though even if it's overnight. Cause I'm going to enjoy my time regardless. I remember I used to go up to my camp for literally the day. Mm-hmm. We'd go up for probably a couple hours because it really? it's an hour and a half drive up there. Yeah, I couldn't do that. We would drive up at... at leave at nine ten o'clock in the morning get up there at noon we'd have a couple hours to ride around on the quads and and go down to the waterfall and do all the fun stuff i'd have to be there for at least a a night you know driving all that way yeah but it like i said it's just nice quick getaway it's just a quick getaway just being (sighs) different change in scenery ain't no such thing Uh, yeah true but there ain't no such thing as a quick getaway for me for me I mean, even think about, I just, think I about this, like, we're, we're sitting here and sitting on the couch watching TV all day, and then mm-hmm. one day we decide to go go to the park and take a walk through the woods. That's different. That's 30-minute drive, that, uh, yeah, not it's even. True, but it's true, but it's, it's a change. a quick getaway. A that's a quick getaway. Yeah. Because it's quick to get there, and that's just my whole look on it. I just... No, that's not if that... If I'm driving two-plus hours to... In the you know the middle of nowhere, I want to spend the night at least. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, it all depends I on the, the ride that. to get there. I mean, That's what, how long I want to go somewhere. I mean, my camp's an hour and a half away, right? If that, if you drive real fast, yeah. you get there in forty five minutes. We'll see. We'll see how long it gets there. I got to take. You should, I you should take do a, your trip to see how yeah, exactly how many miles it is to get there. That'd be cool. I just calculated on Google Maps. If anything, no, I guess you could do yeah. that too. I mean. <laughs> I'm excited, I, man, I but now it. I'm all worried about getting there before dark. It's more so. It's Honestly, it's all on, on her. I told her to have her bags packed so when she got off work, she could go home, put them in her car, and get get here. But I know do she's going to lollygag. Do you have your bags packed? Uh, no. <laughs> but all I, really, all I have to do is throw a shirt and a backpack. I have everything in my car. i got to put the rifle and the shotgun in the back seat. And that's basically it. I'm a I'm a quick packer. It ain't it ain't 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 ish, dude. I just I have a backpack. I take it everywhere. It's not hard to throw underwear and st- for a guy. Yeah, that's true. Like we'll see what happens. My my thing with packing, even for like an overnight trip, is I'll always pack like way too much underwear and way too mm-hmm. much socks. Like, I always have underwear in my it, backpack. It's like, and I well, take that backpack to work. Me too. Me too. Yep. I have underwear and socks in my backpack. I even have an extra pair in my trunk too, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> but like, what if I'm going on? Even like going up to my camp for hunting season for uh, like three days or whatever. I'll have like. 10 pairs of underwear and 10 pairs yeah, of socks. You only, need, like, you only need one a day. Because <laughs> you're going to wear that set. You're going to wear that one pair that you got on all weekend anyway. Uh, you'll never Maybe. You'll never admit it, but yes, you will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I said it. I admit it. Not all the time, unless something happens, obviously. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the whole point of having it. I always got socks and underwear on me, though. Did I, I ever keep those tell things you, on me. Did I ever tell you this? Some socks and underwear. Uh, did I ever tell you this story? Um... There's my dad told me this a long time ago. Um, there's this guy hunting, 
and he had to go to the bathroom real bad, and he was wearing these over like oh, like this I know hunting, this story. Like my dad like, told me the same story. Is and my it? Uncle Matt. I'm, can I finish it? Yeah, go ahead. So he's going to take a take a shit. Yeah, you're nodding your head. He's in a onesie, right? <laughs> he's in a onesie. He he's got like his bi- it's like a not bibs. It's like a you know, a, a workman's jumpsuit. a workman's jumpsuit, and it's it like the, on the, it the too, thick right? ones that you have. So we're out in the cold, and he's out walking in the woods. He's got to take a shit, and he unzips the you know the zippers at the neck. It goes down to the crotch, and he takes off the off, he takes off his upper part. He uh, does his business, and he wipes. He, he stops. You know he and then he uh, he zips he's zipping himself back up right. And he puts his arms up in the upper part, and he flips his hood over, and there's shit in it. He shit in his hood, and he put it all <laughs> over his head. He shit on his head. I heard that story. That's the best. That is the best. That's a dad story. Oh, man. Well, um, Marco, it was great having you on. Great talking to you. Thank you. Thank um, you. I can't wait to have you back on and hear how it went. I'm Should, excited to come um, back. Be safe. I shall. Um, come back soon. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a rock's throw away, sort of, like a few. A five. It takes okay, me five so minutes to get here. Take, take some pictures. I want to see more of what your camp looks yeah, like. Yeah, that's, that's seen, true. I don't I've do only that. Seen, uh, I've only seen a couple couple pictures of it, so I'll take, take some a, pictures I'll, and send I'll, them I'll to me. I'll do a Cribs episode yeah. on my phone. Don't, don't Snapchat them to me. Yeah, so no, actually I'll do some, some real pictures. ones, and they'll be better quality, too. But, uh, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, man. I like doing this. Uh, anytime, man. This is awesome. Anytime. We'll, we'll do it a lot more often. And to everyone listening, remember history, prepare for the future, and live in the present. Thanks for sitting in. Heck yeah. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one, guys.